welcome once again everybody to our podcast uh, and uh, when the issues I bring up in this uh, in this uh, short lessons that uh, I share with you uh, come from different angles and um, what I want to do is I want to bring up also the uh, the width of ministry that ministry is so much more than just one or two things and uh, there are many things that the Lord wants to wants to teach us uh, I've been speaking speaking about balance in different questions last time we did the podcast we spoke about um, diligence that uh, miracles are important anointing is important but that will not replace diligence the ability to really work when we need to work and do the very very best we can and today I want to bring up uh, another uh, similar uh, issue I want to speak about uh, two different sides of what ministry really is, what the church is. I want to speak about prayer and I speak, want to speak about work. Uh, praying and the ministry itself and how they are linked together and how important both of them are and how we need to give our attention to both these sides. And I want to read a story to you. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Uh, I'm sure some of you that uh, that attend our churches uh, that you heard me speak about this story. There's a lot of things we can say about it. And it's from Exodus 17th chapter uh, when um, the Amalekites attack Israel. They've just left Egypt and uh, the Amalekites, that's kind of an arch enemy of Israel, they attack them. And let, let me read the story to you. Just listen carefully. Verse 8. Now Amalek came out and fought with Israel in Rephadim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose us some men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron and Hur went to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand and Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy, became heavy. So we took a stone. So they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat on it. And Aaron and her supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. This is one of the big battles of the Old Testament. And... uh, uh, what makes this so story so special for us is that we see they are fighting on two different uh, two different battlegrounds. Uh, it says uh, that Moses told Joshua, gather the soldiers and go out and fight with Amalek. And he said, then I will go up on the hill with the rod of God in my hand. Now it doesn't say here literally that Moses was praying, but I am uh, uh, sure that would happen. This is the only way I can read the story. He d- didn't went up there just, just to watch the battle and lifted his hand for fun. Uh, no, the way I read it is that he went up there to pray and he takes the rod that was the symbol of his authority and calling and he's holding up the rod and praying for Joshua and praying for the warriors that they will win the battle against Amalek. And um, so so that's how we read the story today also. So and we see that uh, so the battle is going on on two two places and both are important. And that's how the church is. Uh, one side is the ministry itself. What we do. The home group gatherings. The meetings. The follow-up work. The, the Bible school. The leadership meetings. All these things that has to do with ministry. The evangelization. The social work. Another thing is the prayer. 
that uh, that goes on uh, in the in the background that is not so visible but it it's it's it, both things are important and both things happen at the same time because uh, one is visible and that's Joshua and the warriors and one is not so visible and that will go goes on in the prayer chamber and um, the fascinating thing is we see there's a battle both places. It's really a battle. Joshua is fighting with the sword against the Amalekites, and Moses is also fighting in prayer, and, and both get tired and both get pushed back. So we see how real the battle is, and this is how it is also in the church. The battle we fight uh, in ministry to spread the gospel, to take care of people, all these things that we are called to do, is one side, or we can call the battle of the church, but it's also another side, and that is prayer. And uh, prayer is not also is not always so easy. Prayer can also cost something. And just as um, Joshua and the other soldiers had to win the battle out on the field, in the same way also Moses had to win the battle in prayer. And that's a good leadership lesson. Okay, so let me now look at some of the things that we can read in this story and try to understand also the importance of prayer and why we must not give up prayer, why, why we must keep on being diligent also and strong when it comes to prayer. And, and first of all, it's kind of a little uh, peculiar that Moses uh, says that uh, you go out and fight with Amalek uh, and I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. And he says that uh, when Joshua went out to the battle, that Moses and Aaron and her went up on the top of the hill. And why did they do that? Why couldn't they just pray in a tent? God is everywhere. And uh, why did I have to climb a mountain? Because we see this so many times, uh, also in the heroes of the Bible, Abraham and Moses, Elijah, even Jesus. They went up on mountains to pray to be with the Lord. Is God closer to us when we are on the mountain? Well, I don't think, but I think there is an illustration here that is important regarding prayer. And that is to, to pray is a choice we have to make. Prayer doesn't happen by itself. Just as climbing a mountain. Climbing a mountain, it costs something. I come from a mountainous area in Norway. I really like to climb mountains. I do that a lot when I am on holidays, whether it is in Norway or other places. And I know it. it is not easy. It takes strain and it takes decision to be able to do that. I remember we, had, um, we have had some youth camps several times in Norway in the city that I originally come from and uh, so we have brought uh, youth there from from russia and from moscow and usually the, the first day we take them up on the mountain and i remember some of these young people when when they finally reach the top you know and they <laughs> can almost not breathe how is it to be in norway <laughs> yeah, it's good because it, it if you're not used to it you know that sometimes you have to just find the strength to reach the top and and this is a good illustration also. Prayer will not happen by itself. Just to have a desire to pray is not enough. You need to make a decision. You need to have discipline. You, you, you need to free the time to do it. Many, many Christians and many churches, they know we need to pray and they, they think prayer is important. But it's like climbing a mountain. It will not happen if you don't really decide to do it. Set aside time and use also the, the strength and discipline that is necessary to really gather 
together and pray. Pray for the church, pray for the world, and pray, pray for what you are doing. And this is what we need, is lead, need to do also. Prayer needs to be organized. People need to be mo- motivated. It's not enough just to, to understand and to think that this is, uh, this is important. So, uh, so Moses and Eros, they climb this mountain. They, they make this effort. And uh, sometimes it's good also to get a little away from the battle, to pray. So you know why we fight this battle. Why we do what, what we do. To be with the Lord also. To understand the spiritual reality that we are in. So we can have the right attitude also when we go down and engage us more in the ministry itself. Okay, so this is one thing that, that we see in the story. And, and then we have what happened here. That is, that is really, it, it's really special because it says that um, when Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. So we see how the prayer and the victory out there, how this is linked together. When Moses is praying, things are going well. When he stops to pray, things are not going so well. And you say, Matsula, is it really like this in the church? Yeah, I think so. I think so that, that we need the prayer. We, we cannot win without prayer. And this humbles us. And maybe this is good for us because this reminds Joshua how much he depends on the Lord, on the strength of the Lord. Because what, uh, when, when Joshua, when he is without prayer support, when Moses' hands go down, he loses the battle. Even though he tries the very best he can, he fights as much, as hard as he can. He gives it all, but he's still losing. Why? Because he cannot win without the power of God. He cannot win without somebody praying for him. And this is a great thing to know for the church also. Because sometimes maybe we can feel a little confident when we know how to do this, you know, and I've done this before. I know how to preach or I know how to lead the home group or I know how to, how to do this social work or, or things. Well, well, we need the Lord. We need his power. No matter how clever we are, no matter how strong you are, uh, Joshua, Without the power of God, you are going to fail. And this truth about the necessity also of depending upon the Lord, of being before Him in prayer, pray for evangelization, praying for the meetings, praying for everything we do, is so important, is so important for, for, for the church. And this is what needs to be taken care of also in all, in all kind of, um, of ministry. Uh, when I was... Uh, was was kind of a teenager. I, I was in a conference, uh, you know, many years ago, of course, uh, and there was an American preacher there. I don't remember his name, but his testimony touched me in a in a very significant way. And and when he shared about his life, I and I never, I never forgot what he said because he was pastoring obviously in one really really mega church in the United States, and a lot of people. He was preaching every Sunday. He was very famous, invited to international conferences and he had a, he had a grandmother and she had devoted one hour every day to pray for him one hour every day she just prayed for him and uh, he was this kind of cool preacher and then one sunday he uh, stood in front of the church and um, and he said like this i'm sorry i don't have any message to you i don't have any sermon i have nothing to say i'm, I'm trying to find something to, to, to speak of but i can't because this week my grandmother died and uh, she was praying for me an hour every day and she's gone now and I have nothing to give. And uh, that's kind of a humble statement to make. 
he suddenly realized, without Moses on the mountain, I can't make it. It's very good for every kind of leader, whatever we do, to do that. How helpless we are without the power of God. How helpless we are without someone standing up and praying for what we are doing. And then this American preacher, he said like this. He was a white man li like me. He said that, and when he said it, it was just quiet in the church. Then a big black woman stood up and said, don't worry, pastor. I'll be your new grandmother. I'll pray for you one hour every day. And so back again in ministry and everything was well. So, so, uh, so that's what they experienced in the, uh, in, in the battle, in the battle also. And that um, uh, even though Moses tried, the, the Joshua tried the best he can, we, we see how depending he was also of support in prayer. And, um, and when we read how the battle goes on, then Moses, he, he gets help, you know, and he keeps his hand up and he, he keeps on praying. And then we see that finally what really brought the victory was the prayer. That was the decisive point. Joshua was doing the best he could all the time, but it was when Moses, Aaron, and her, when they were up on the mountain doing what they should do, that would turn the battle into, into ministry. And this also it shows us how, how real the spiritual world is. Amalek is a picture of the devil. And Moses and Joshua, they learned this, this day that he cannot be, decide, def be defeated by the sword and, uh, alone. It's not enough to have the ministry. Amalek must be bound in the spirit. He must be bound in the name of, name of Jesus. Only then could he be stopped. And that lesson they learned that day also for the future of Israel and of course for the future of, uh, of the church also. And, uh, and sometimes when we pray, maybe we think about, oh, there is spiritual powers here in my city and I don't know how to stop the men. And, my friend, don't make what is easy difficult. Sometimes we think that with spiritual warfare and prayer, oh, I'm not really educated and I'm not really that anointed. Jesus never said like this when he spoke about prayer. He said, if two of you agree, God will do it. He said, if you bind on earth, it will be bound in heaven. We just need to act upon the word of God. We shouldn't make prayer very difficult or something advanced. Oh, we need some foreign preachers to come and teach us 15 points about prayer before anything can happen. No, we have the scripture. We have to have the promises. And then God will make us, make us um, grow. The, the important thing is that we understand how we depend upon the Lord, how we depend upon him help, his help. We can't just go out just and do my ministry. No, I need also to pray. I need, I need to seek the strength of God. I need to have someone also, people around me that stands with us and makes a way in the spiritual world for the, for the will of God. If we do that, then God will make, give us the wisdom and strength that we need to keep on, keep on growing uh, like it happened here in the, in the battle with the Amalekites. And... Uh, um, and, and then uh, we, but when I read the story, this also brings to my attention something really, really important. And um, we see here that uh, uh, the problems started on the mountain with Moses before it started on the battlefield with Joshua. The rod, the prayer started to go down before the sword started to fail. And... Uh, isn't this how it is sometimes? That uh, sometimes the weakest point in our church is not the ministry we do. We keep our activities going, but sometimes the prayer 
ministry starts to go down. The support in prayer. And we get so busy with other things that we don't really have so much time to engage ourselves in the intercession and, uh, and, and in prayer. But then also we, we start to lose in the battle out with the, with the people. And uh, when, when I read this, this story, uh, it says that uh, uh, and Moses' hands became heavy. So, so his hands started to go down. And maybe this is exactly how the devil is thinking. Maybe when he thinks about whatever you are doing, your home group or, or the ministry you lead, the church you lead, the movement you're a part of, maybe the devil thinks like this, if I can only make them stop praying, I'm going to defeat them. If I can only make their hands go down, even though they're fighting with a sword, they're doing all this kind of ministry, I know they're going to lose their strength and they're going to lose the battle. And I think that's, that's what's going on also sometimes in the, in the church, in the world also. The devil, he hits this, makes us uh, kind of not value prayer so much and makes us not prioritize prayer so much. And maybe we go to the meetings, but we don't go to the prayer meetings any, any longer. And uh, when that happens, church starts to lose its strength. Home group starts to lose its life and 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 and, and joy, and we, and we wonder maybe we do something wrong and we try a little harder. And maybe just this reason is that this, the the road is going down. Nobody's praying any longer. We just depend on our own st- on uh, on strength. We stop being humble before God, saying, God, we need you. I can't do this without you. God, you need to give me strength for the battle. You need to give give me wisdom, and. Um, and maybe it is like this, that the devil has stopped moves of God, stopped churches, uh, not because they lost the battle with the sword out in the, uh, in the ministry, in the, in the meetings or social work, but just because they slowly, slowly stopped praying. And when they did that, the strength left them, and then the ministry started to go down. So, um, well, let us not be like this among us. Let us not be like this in the ministry that you are, uh, are leading. I think this story is in the Bible so we can see this connection that there are two battles because it was, it was hard for Moses also. And prayer is something, it is hard. You, we get tired and, and, and we lose our uh, concentration and why should we go to the prayer meeting? And it can really, really be like this. And ju- just as it can be a battle in the meetings and in the home groups and in the, in the Bible school or, or whatever we are serving. And we need to find also motivation to, to really b- go to the battlefield in both these areas also. Moses had learned his lesson uh, before this battle also when he was confronting Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh, he, he tried to exhaust Moses by uh, just resisting again and again and again, thinking that uh, when uh, Moses told him to let the people of Israel go, that if uh, Pharaoh just kept, kept on rejecting Moses, Moses would give up. But the thing is, Moses did not give up. He knew, I need to stand until this battle is won. And, and he did that. And uh, when they are in, the, in this battle with the Amalekites, we see that the Amalekites, they get the upper hand for a moment. They are pushing the soldiers back. But uh, Moses, he finds the strength to keep on praying, knowing that if I'll not give up, we will win this day also. And he did that like that. And, and some battles are like this, that we are fighting. They, they take longer time than we think and we feel that we are too weak. But then we need to know also where to go to find the strength. The strength is up on the mountain. 
The strength is in prayer, in humility, saying to God, I can't do this in my, in my own power. I can't handle this alone. I need you. I need your power. I need your wisdom. And then praying to God for the things that we need, trusting that he will, he will give us, he will give the weak strength. He will give wisdom to him who needs that. He will make a new morning. He will bring renewal to the church. He will give living water to those who thirst for it and ask him of it. He will give rain from heaven, pour his spirit upon the church, upon the people who say, we need you, we need the Holy Spirit, we need to be filled again. Because we are made to be refilled. We are made to, to meet him and then meet him again and then meet him again. To receive the Holy Spirit and then receive him again and receive him again. We are, we are made to be renewed in our love for the Lord, in our devotion to, the, to worship him and in the daily strength for ministry. And the wonderful news is that he has all this. If we just never stop praying, if we, if we never stop seeking him, if we never stop climbing the mountain and saying, God, we cannot win this battle without you. So um, in conclusion, we see that um, it uh, says that uh, Joshua... In verse 13, Joshua defeated Amalek uh, and his people with the edge of the sword. He says that Joshua defeated Amalek. And uh, that is true, but it's also true he wouldn't do this without Moses. And um, both Moses and Joshua were necessary. Joshua was the one fighting, maybe he got the glory. But it was Moses up there praying who turned the battle around until until victory and blessed is joshua and the rest of us whatever we are doing in the kingdom of god if we know that there are people praying for me and without those people i would not be able to do what i'm doing we will not see the results that we are we see we all have a grandmother that's praying for us whether we know it or not there are those there praying for it and you need to be thankful for them and need to encourage them whether they are in a home group or in the church encourage the people who are praying because they are so important for everything that we do for the lord so um in the conclusion, I just want to encourage you that whatever you are doing, whatever ministry you are involved in, whatever leadership position you, you have, so make sure that you don't stop praying. Make sure that you revive and renew also the prayer efforts, that you organize prayer around yourself and that you encourage people to take part also in intercession for the church, for the unbelievers, for the country, for the leaders uh, of, of the country, for, uh, for the church and for everything that we are standing in. Uh, and then we will also have the strength that we need out there fighting the battles of the Lord on the harvest fields of the world. So thank you for being with us today. If you want to place any kind of comment, please do that. Please let us hear what you think. If you have any questions, you want to ask that. Uh, if you want to share this with others, you can do that also. Help us to, to spread this message. Or, and you can also subscribe if you haven't done this and then we will send this to you. So I wish you blessed day, blessed week, blessed time ahead. So happy that we could spend this time together. <laughs>